0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So we're in a back and forth with live weapons with militia groups on the Iraqi-Syrian border, and no one's reporting on it. I'm not sure how that happens. Oh, wait. Yes, I am. Donald Trump isn't president, and therefore there are no drumbeats to war. See how that works? You take a look at any of the news players. They're not reporting on it. The condo complex? I can appreciate that. Hot temperatures in Portland? Okay. How about the 70-year-old woman living out the dream Of working as a Yankee Girl, I saw that. She once wrote a letter when she was a child. But they wouldn't let her into the clubhouse. But now she's living the dream. We have U.S. troops that fired on these militias. The militias have fired back and now U.S. troops are firing back on the militias. You would think that the U.S. at war would mean something. It's not war? Okay, we'll get into that. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. So good to be with you. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. We are an incredibly non-focused nation. It's not that there aren't other things going on. I want to get into this story about what in the world are they talking about with with Tucker Carlson Tucker Carlson last night on his show claims the NSA is spying on him they did it for political reasons the Biden administration is spying on us we have confirmed that and what he's making the argument of is that there's a whistleblower who informed him that the NSA is spying on his communication efforts in an effort to take his show off the air I don't know I, I, i've I've met I've been on Tucker show a few times I actually met with him once in his office in DC he was super kind to me and I was just I had an idea and I wanted to know he thought of the idea that was it that was that was the beginning and end of it super super nice to me um I have I have no idea if this is right or if this is wrong if I believe him if I don't wh- he's making the claim he makes the claim you go prove him wrong what an odd thing though what an odd thing to say. The NSA is trying to take your show off the air? See, I think that's odd. But the idea that CNN and MSNBC are desperately trying to get Tucker Carlson off the air, that's fact. That is 100% factual. That is absolutely accurate. That these other organizations are desperate. To get rid of him, that's a worthy question of why. Now I'll tell you, I, I've done the show before, and I, I've caught clips before. I don't, you know, I don't have cable, right? I don't have cable, so I don't watch cable news. I'm not a fan of everything he does. I think, that, I think that he's. Uh bright, I think he does uh, good good research. I think he's able to kind of dig in when, when he when he wants to. I have been very happy to see him get away from interviewing quite literally incompetence those first couple of years he'd have people on it it wasn't fair it wasn't fun to watch. he's running rings around people it's just don't don't do that no it was fun to watch it was not not for me i i don't I'm not that guy. But now he's, he's doing more of, of the think piece stuff and there's something to be said about what Tucker's doing that's very, very true. Tucker, more than others, is leading conversations as opposed to reacting to conversations. And that is indeed frightening for some people. That is frightening for some people when you can put thoughts into people's heads as opposed to reacting to what other people are telling you to think give i have often said of this uh of this show if you ask me what i'm trying to do i am not trying to tell you what to think rather i am hoping i can give you something to think about that's my hope that's what i'm going for and i only hope i can i can do that because that to me is 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 everything i want tucker is doing that it's hard to hard to think he's not when he clearly clearly is tucker's doing that exact thing that the nsa is trying to take him off the air i don't even know what to do with that i have no idea but i'll let him i'll let the man make his case i think he's earned the ability uh, to 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 make his case these are some of the things that are going on and and it it, it, it strikes as, is it purposeful that we're having a slow news day? I mean, I've got uh, Joy Reid with her interview of Ibram Kendi, the, the, the guy who wrote anti-racism. He, he, he himself, if, if you support anti-racism, you support racism. If you confront future discrimination with discrimination, that's ah, racist. But her unwillingness to recognize the reality of critical race there. I've got this story on Right Wing Watch, which you are going to love. My curiosity is, is the left ready for what happens when the same rules get applied? And we see this with the new book from Robin DiAngelo, which is all about the harm done by those people on the political left. And then there's the same old, same old stuff. Being reported by Washington Free Beacon. The Yale College Council, adopting a resolution condemning Israel for human rights violations. It's a statement of condemnation. It's a joint resolution with Yale's Middle Eastern and North African Cultural Center, Yales for Palestine, and the Arab Student Association. Jewish students are like, are you crazy? And the measure denounces injustice, genocide, and ethnic cleansing occurring in Palestine and claims Israel is an apartheid state. We stand against the discriminatory application of the law that strips Palestinians of basic rights. We stand against the apartheid and the persecution of Palestinians and stand for peace and the freedom of the Palestinian people from violent military occupation. I'll tell you this much, Rory Gilmore isn't going to be happy with this no how I didn't know Yale students were dumb. You see, just like with Harvard, the key to Yale is getting in. Once you're in, there's no work to do. Did the Jewish students attending Yale not know that they were going to be surrounded by bigots? These woke folk, because I could have told them that, and saved them a lot of heartache. We stand against the discriminatory application of the law that strips Palestinians of basic rights. You damn fools. It's Hamas that takes the basic rights of Palestinians. Stop voting for terrorist organizations. Work with the world to kill those terrorists until they're blanking dead. And then watch the Palestinian people thrive. But since you don't actually care about the Palestinian people, you sit there and you create these nonsense statements because your reality is you just hate Jews. That's who you are, Yalies. You stand against apartheid and the persecution of Palestinians, stand against Hamas. But you don't stand against Hamas because you're a bunch of low-rent cowards, chicken crap people. Don't you get, you're the bad guys. I think this is the, 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 the problem. That the bad guy doesn't understand they're the bad guy because nobody actually says to him, you're the bad guy. We have military conflict going on with militia groups on the Iraqi-Syria border, and I don't have media covering it. Hasn't media figured out that they're the damn bad guy? They're the bad guy. I love this video right here. Uh, I've got the audio from it. This is uh, Jim Acosta trying to get an interview with Representative Mo Brooks as he's getting on his bicycle. He's getting on a bicycle outside of Congress. So you take the bike to work, huh? Sometimes. Sometimes. Congressman, is there any way we can get you to talk about January 6th? I do not do interviews with CNN because I do not trust CNN to be honorable or truthful. Well, can I ask you, do you still believe Antifa already, was behind already January said 6th? I've what I'm going to say. I don't trust you all to be truthful or honest. Well, can you tell us if you regret what you said on January 6th? I do 6th? not trust CNN to be truthful or honest, so I do not. Well, I'm just asking you CNN. questions. I'm asking you fair questions here, sir. Why can't you answer the question? I don't trust y'all to be truthful or honest Why? with anything it's CNN on, does. It's on video. If you can just See talk you. to us for a moment. Oh, you guys will lie through your teeth any chance you get. Well, give you the chance to come on if you don't mind. That is how you handle CNN. That's how you handle CNN. You don't know that you're a bunch of liars? You don't know that you're a bunch of low rent jerks? You don't have to be, you choose to be. The Yellies don't need to be a bunch of anti-semite jerk faces, they choose to be. You think they really have an understanding of what's going on in Israel? You think they really understand Israeli policy? Every single one of these people, every single person who is a part of the Yale Middle Eastern and Northern African Cultural Center, the Yalelies for Palestine and the Arab Student Association, are a bunch of schmucks. You know it, and I know it. Why are we treating them like they're somebody cause they go to Yale? John Kerry and George Bush went to Yale. I rest my case. We're being too nice. We're being too kind. I actually like the idea of being kind, but I also like the idea of telling the truth, and I tell the truth regardless of who is offended by it. Jim Acosta thinks he's good and decent. Jim Acosta is a moron. He's proven it time and again, a guy who will gladly whore himself out for ratings, and did so, who believes that it is him standing athwart history yelling, Oh, please don't. William F. Buckley, he is not. He's just a long line of pseudo-intellectuals who are given platform by CNN, and therefore they have decided that they are glorious and deserving of your love. When you take a look at Jim Acosta, when you take a look at Brian Stelter, and when you take a look at Chris Cuomo, never mind the fact that you will lose all sexual sensation. Tony... You be quiet, Ari. I'm on a roll. Haven't you noticed they share the same characteristic? They believe in their decency? They believe that they are the ones who are good and righteous? Do you think for a moment that's coincidental And I will put forth to you, if you were to have a conversation with anyone and talk about the characteristics of the people I just mentioned, Brian Stelter and Jim Acosta and Chris Cuomo, and you compare that to the characteristic of how we started, Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson, for all you could say about him, doesn't come across as pious, doesn't come across as holier than thou, doesn't believe he's above people, does he? Come on. Honesty reigns, people. You could actually say that about the majority of, of, of that Fox side. I would say that about the majority of the Newsmax side, too. Although I don't know all the people they've hired as, as, as of late. But with CNN and with MSNBC, you could just point to the people who, who, who reek of that piousness, of that holier than thouness who believe that they have a secret knowledge that must be imparted to you with a pat on the head. The Secret Knowledge is the book by David Mamet that you should absolutely read. It is remarkable. Secret Knowledge is the way Barry Weiss described her resignation from the New York Times in dealing with those people who believe they simply knew better and it was their job to impart this important knowledge onto the people. They go to Yale so they believe they have a secret knowledge. And because they have this secret knowledge, they somehow know more than the people who go to Purdue University. I'm here to tell you, it ain't true. A group of people who would gladly stand with Hamas, who don't speak out against Hamas, you don't hear about uh, their condemnation of Hamas. It's a condemnation of Israel. And Jewish Americans by the thousands don't stand up and say, oh, shut up. You damn fools. I don't think Jews necessarily need to pull themselves out of Yale. I think those uh, people who are fighting this should be supported. But they better remember that the people who are their intellectual equals hate them. You better know that. CNN hates you. You better know that. Jim Acosta thinks you need to be led by the nose. You better know that. Mo Brooks, he knows that. We need more people who know that. I'm Tony Katz. So the recall of Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, is moving apace and now he's suing his secretary of state, which is hilarious. Here's what's going on. He is suing because the ballot that's going to show the recall says Gavin Newsom and the label says no party preference Instead of saying Democrat, of course what he wants is people say, I'm not gonna recall a Democrat, I'm a proud Democrat. And I'm not gonna recall a Democrat. So if it didn't say Democrat, I wouldn't know that Gavin Newsom's a Democrat. And being somebody who just like you know likes poking holes in paper, I would totally vote that way. But if it says Democrat, I'm gonna poke my hole in a different place. I don't know if that's the way they sound. That was just the impression I went with. It was either that or fall into Norm McDonald. These are my options. The voters would be deprived of the very information the legislature has deemed important for them to receive, all because the governor's council inadvertently failed to file a form about the governor's ballot designation at least 16 months before the recall election has been called. Oh, well, then he's out of luck if they fail to do it. I'm just going to sit back with all the popcorn I got. There is not enough bourbon to drink. This is glorious. May I just add uh, when when we talk about uh, Politico's hating their people? Do you do you understand that he's calling Californians stupid? That Democrats may not know that he's a Democrat. That's what he's saying. Is there a Californian really? I, whether you're talking about Los Angeles or San Francisco or out in Bakersfield or in the or in uh, you know. Uh, it Was at the Empire? The Inland Empire? You think there's somebody who doesn't know that Gavin Newsom isn't a Democrat? They know Gavin Newsom's a Democrat. How would it be possible otherwise? But he needs to write it down to remind them. It should be noted that his anti-recall committee is titled Stop the Republican Recall. But we know this isn't true. Many Democrats are in favor of recalling Gavin Newsom. This is this, this is fun. Couldn't happen to a better guy. Oh, sorry. Yeah. There's something about making beds and laying in beds, and it has something to do with the bed. Just as long as you have a MyPillar, everything's gonna be okay. Promo code Tony. See what I did? I, I snuck that right in. Thanks, Kevin Newsom. You're the best. Now get out. I'm Tony Katz. It's an interesting bit of polling, Harvard-Harris poll, and then uh, a piece from, from Axios about how bad things are for House Democrats and Joe Biden. Now, whenever I see somebody write something like that, tweet something like that, I say to myself, well, that's... Uh, that, that, that's, that's a wishful thinking conversation that, that's, a, that's a desire conversation not necessarily a, a factual one but then I saw the piece over at Axios a GOP blueprint emerges and I said what in the world are you talking about here Tony Katz, Tony Katz today 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669 It is that the Democrat policies are not working, and the things that they are promoting are not popular, very unpopular. Republicans tell Axios the work-in-progress plan argues that Biden Democrats are soft on crime, soft and ineffective on illegal immigration, and reckless and wrong with government spending. And so Republicans are taking a look at the things that are turning people off. The biggest turnoff for independents and voters in general? Defunding the police, open borders, and reparations for slavery. Republicans besting Democrats on jobs in the economy, gun rights, and, quote, keeping you and your family safe. Well, as we were discussing, what are people actually focused on? I'm going to get into this. This idea that people are, they're, 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 it's Trump this, Trump that, Trump the other. It's, it's, it's not. It's just not the case. This is some very interesting data. Do we, do we agree with it? Biden's issue approval in swing congressional districts, the economy and, and jobs, 45% approved, 52% disapprove. Helping the middle class, 44% approved, 53% disapprove. Immigration, the southern border with Mexico, 36% approved, 60% disapprove. Relations with China, 37% approve, 52% disapprove. When you take a look at that, the economy and jobs helping the middle class relations with china you know who you're talking to right there reagan democrats that's a really interesting bit of data it's a very interesting bit of data but that 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 harvard harris poll It's written over there at redstate.com. Full disclosure, uh, you'll be hearing uh, uh, me say some things about Red State in in the coming weeks. You may want to listen up for that. 80% of Americans, according to the Harvard-Harris poll, believe, uh, revealed that uh, uh, Americans think illegal immigration is a serious issue. That it deserves more attention than the Biden administration is giving it. 68 percent of respondents indicated they believe the president is encouraging illegal immigration 55 percent believe former president trump's immigration policies should have remained intact so immigration is becoming more and more of an issue and not to the way that the 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 democrats would want it to be what is it that people are focused on what is it that matters to them very often you'll hear the conversations that their own pocketbook but what if their own pocketbook always actually meant their own survival an idea a thought you may have had many times in your life and you may have vocalized it may have not I'm not making the argument that I'm saying something new here all I'm trying to do is make sure is we're on the same page for what it is that people mean they say things but what do they mean very often they will they will repeat things in 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 a way of rote r-o-t-e and 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 not ask themselves what they mean by it when they say when they talk about their pocketbook when they talk about their money what is it that they mean i often said during the the election that people want to know two things do they have a job and do their kids have a job you know said said differently (laughs) But, but not, it's this it's the same question. When people talk about their pocketbook, what are they referring to? When they talk about being able to to have a job and and take care of their family, what do they mean by take care of? When we see parents all across the country showing up at school board meetings and demanding an end to the nonsense of critical race theory, that's them taking care of their families. I drove by yesterday and uh, in, 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 in saw people in front of the school, uh, the school board, uh, whatever you call it, the building, whatever you call that building. That's, that's what they were. There's clearly a school board meeting and they were holding up signs, no masks. They don't want masks on kids for, tw- for for the next school year. Why? Masks are completely and totally ineffective. And they know their kids have suffered having to wear a mask and they don't want it anymore. They were willing to because they were willing to listen. But then they got news of the of the actual science and they started comparing the actual science to what it is they were hearing. And they said, nope, we have to take matters into our own hands. And parents organized. Just like they've organized against critical race theory because they're seeing it. Do you think these people are so easily swayed that because they hear it on radio or they see it on TV, they're going to go act? That's not the case. You're getting suburban moms to get out there and say, oh, hell no. What do you think they're doing it for? They're doing it because they see that their only option to ensure the safety and security of their own child is to get out there and do it. When the soccer mom, the suburban mom, the urban mom, the black mom and the white mom and the Asian mom and the Hispanic mom, when the moms get together and say, uh, we're talking here, that's a moment. And the things that they are talking about aren't leftist talking points. And I would go so far as to say it doesn't mean that they are uh, adherents to the political right. Rather, they just know the difference between right and wrong, and they are disgusted, and they want certain things to end. If you take a look at the border, it's clear that Joe Biden has failed in these six months, and Trump had a better understanding of the border. Oh, I just couldn't listen to him tweet anymore. Oh, moms, don't worry. I blame you plenty, suburban moms. I'm coming right at you. You think I'm scared? All right, maybe I'm a little scared. But I'm still going to do it because the truth is the truth is the truth. They're not making the argument that they've all of a sudden become adherents to the political right and they're getting Ronald Reagan tattooed on a butt cheek. They're saying that their kids matter and what they're seeing from this administration is in the opposite of what they need for their children, so they're taking matters into their own hands. And numbers and data showing that they disagree with Biden on border policies and they would want to stick with Trump on border policies is even worse for the political left. Even worse. This gets coupled with a fantastic and terrific bit of news that YouTube has banned right-wing watch. And then, uh, according to uh, Daily Beast, they also unbanned them. Now, who is right-wing watch? Uh, right-wing watch... Is one of these groups uh, that has uh, uh, made it their life's work to say everybody on the political right is evil and let's do what we can to destroy them. There's there's a, a group of, of those. There's Media Matters. Oh, I've had people at Media Matters write things about me. Uh, it was hilarious. It's it's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. I have said things that made people say, "How dare you!" And I've said things that made people laugh. I've said all sorts of things. All sorts. Of, I speak every day, guys. I have thousands of hours on the air. What, what does it matter to me what these people put out? But Right Wing Watch is one of these people who takes a look at people happening, things happening from the political right. Oh, these are evil. Oh, look at these bigots. Oh, look at these racists. And they got suspended. The whole channel was permanently suspended. And then they came back and say, oh, that, it was a mistake. Oops, sorry. Because for a while there, it was like um, we got banned by YouTube and we appealed the decision and YouTube rejected it. It was like, well, welcome to the rest of the world. Because I don't think they should have been banned. I'm a believer in free speech. And free speech says that people are allowed to say things even if they're morons. I don't get to tell these people, these garbage people, that somehow they don't get to be garbage people. They're, they're g- Gladly, feel free, knock yourselves out, live your lives. YouTube should not stop you. But if YouTube was going to stop you, welcome to our world. It could be uncomfortable. When everybody else has the right to use the, this technology, but because of what you believe, you don't. But they were unbanned. Meanwhile, Andy No, last name is spelled N-G-O, the author, the editor-at-large over there at the Post Millennial, his podcast got dropped from SoundCloud because he violated the site's terms of service. Andy Ngo is someone who's been reporting about Antifa and the violence of Antifa and the attacks of Antifa, and he had one of those concrete milkshakes thrown on him. He has been attacked before. He uh, has interviewed uh, Dave Rubin, who we've uh, had uh, before. Jordan uh, Peterson, uh, Doug Murray. You get, you get banned for, for interviewing those people? Because you shouldn't be banned for interviewing uh, those people. But all they hear is, violated uh, the, the terms of service, and that's it. So we're still in the place where conservatives get dropped, get banned, get prevented. But liberals, they can do anything they want. And the people who celebrate that society, those are the bad people in society. They're the bad people in society who push for and work towards this this bigotry, this... this Uh, provable inequality. But look at the data. Look what people are saying. Maybe they're not all down for it. And maybe these suburban moms and many others have realized that all of this isn't good for their future or their kids. We'll see whether or not this plays out in this way. We still have some time. But remember, we're not talking about 2024 here. Midterms have begun. You'll start hearing people announcing very soon. I'm Tony Katz. So as I often explain, Representative Ocasio-Cortez has nothing but childlike policies. Every single one of her policies is based on well, basically, the Veruca Salt methodology. I want an Oompa and I want it now. It is about her. It's about her ego. It's about her wants. And everybody else is just interfering with her ability to do her thing. Why defend a 60-vote filibuster when the Senate already amplifies minority power so that the 50 Democratic senators already represent millions and millions and millions more Americans than 50 Republican senators? And so I would argue that 50 Republican senators is already a built-in kind of filibuster-esque firewall. None of that is true. This idea that Democrats represent more people than Republicans, you mean there are more population centers in the cities of Los Angeles and, and, and New York, therefore, you know, New York and California than in, in, in Wyoming? I would say that that's true. Because places like Wyoming or places like Nebraska or places like Indiana, you've got more farmland. And that takes up land as opposed to high rises, which fills people. So therefore those states should have less representation even though they're providing food to the rest of the nation. We get less representation in Congress. We don't even want the representation. We just keep the corn and the wheat. You figure it out. You know what kind of dangerous person, what kind of fool you are to buy into that? That's Representative Ocasio-Cortez. But what she also is is cutthroat and power-hungry, reminding Joe Biden, do not compromise on an infrastructure plan with the Republicans. Go full bore. Get everything. Do not compromise with these people. They don't deserve it. You've got the the Democrats, you've got the ability to do reconciliation, go do many trillions of dollars in what they're now referring to as human infrastructure and get it done. Why should you engage with the Republicans at all and in any way? As she says it, this is our one big shot, not just in terms of family, childcare, Medicare, but on climate change. She believes in using reconciliation for everything. All of her wants and desires about her, about her needs. Me, 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 me. I want an Oompa Loompa. Remember that she's cutthroat, man. The difference between uh, Ocasio-Cortez and Trump is very little in terms of the attitude and the style. It's that with Trump, I get more of what I want which is my money and my ability to be left alone by government. With akasi cortez I don't get all that. She just constantly wants to be all up in my business. That's who she is. So don't forget that. When you're dealing with Representative Akasi cortez you're dealing with somebody who truly believes that they know best. And they want you to know it, and then they want Democrats to stay. Take, steal, control all the power they can. We've been following, of course, concepts of net neutrality. We've been seeing what the government is doing on a whole series of things. Well, a story came up about the digital divide. When the government says they're working on a problem, are they really getting control of the problem? Seton Motley of Less Government is scheduled to be with us up next to discuss it. This is Tony Katz today.